Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 273 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for another day in your word to learn more about you. Help us hear the message you want us to receive today, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in Matthew chapter 6. His message in the first part of this chapter can be easily summed up with a directive to be humble. He tells us to not do our good deeds publicly, including our giving. What we offer to God, whether it be our finances, our time, or our service, Jesus tells us to do unto God. He will reward us. Often we desire approval from others, but Jesus warns us against this. So let's ask God where we need to think and act more humbly and offer up our work to him instead of offering it up to the world. Jesus gives us the Lord's Prayer. I love the Amplified Bible's definition of forgiveness used here. It means left, remitted, and let go of the debts and have given up resentment against our debtors. We need to let go and give up our resentment against people. This is tough to do, but not impossible with the help of our Savior. We are blessed beyond measure to be forgiven by God with our sins carried far from us and far from God's view. Let's do the same for others. There are two other main points that Jesus speaks to in this chapter. One is to be careful about what we treasure. If our treasures are here on this planet, our souls will be attached to them. If, however, our treasures are in heaven, we will be heaven-bound instead of earth-bound. The last important point Jesus talks about is worry. He tells us to stop being worried and anxious three times. Jesus says God will provide. He talks about tomorrow's worries. He said, so do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own. Sufficient for each day is its own trouble. Yes, we have trouble and trials, but we are assured the Lord will take care of us. We start a new book today in the New Testament, the book of Timothy. Paul mentors Timothy in the ways of pastorhood, Paul enlisted Timothy on his second missionary journey, which we read about in Acts chapter 16, and he was associated with Paul until the end of his ministry. We read that Paul left Timothy in Ephesus to minister to the people. They were being impacted by false teachers, and his mission was to teach them about love. In verse 5, Paul writes, Whereas the object and purpose of our instruction and charge is love, which springs from a pure heart and a good, clear conscience and sincere, unfeigned faith, Some of the people wanted to learn about the Mosaic Law, and Paul knew this was contrary to grace, the gospel's true message. Sometimes we find ourselves leaning into works instead of love. May God keep our hearts soft so we do all we do in love. Next, Paul reminds us of his past when he persecuted Christians. In verse 14, he writes, And the grace, unmerited favor, and blessing of our Lord actually flowed out superabundantly and beyond measure for me accompanied by faith and love that are to be realized in Jesus Christ. May we fully receive God's grace today. No matter what is in our past, we are forgiven just as Paul was forgiven for his past persecution of Christians. Paul was used in a mighty way by God, and I believe in part due to his ability to receive from God. If he would have pushed God's grace away, I don't believe he could have been as effective as he was as a teacher and preacher. Let's not let our feelings get in the way of believing and receiving today. Let's see what Isaiah is prophesying in chapter 55. I hope you are being richly blessed by all the promises of God in this last chapter of Isaiah. 
Almost every verse in this chapter is underlined in my Bible. Please take time and soak up all the beauty here and let it penetrate your heart. Write your favorite Bible verses down on note cards so you have them close to you in times of rejoicing and in times of sorrow and trouble. We know the Israelites turned their hearts from God when it was difficult for them. We are not so different from them. But even before they were going to suffer for 70 years, God gave them these promises to hang on to. God tells them that he will make an everlasting covenant with them just as he made a covenant with King David. That is huge. This promises for us too. He tells us to seek him and call upon him and he promises to love, pity, and have mercy on us. He promises to multiply his abundant forgiveness for our sins. He promises that his word will come into our hearts and it will produce, accomplish, and prosper good things in our hearts. He promises jubilant exaltation and praise to him which shall never end. We will praise him for eternity for all he is and has done to save us for himself. Let us praise him today. In chapter 56, God encourages the people to stay strong in their faith and be obedient to him even when things were difficult. He tells them to keep justice and do righteously, and when they do this, they will be blessed. May we persevere in our faith, stay strong, and pursue righteous living. Of course, we can only do this with God's strength. It's knowing that we can call on him and actually sit at his feet, asking for his strength that makes the difference for us. We have seen the Messiah die and rise again. We know that we are promised eternity as we believe in him. So it is our turn to remain steadfast and stay alert until he comes again. God talks about the foreigner that will come to him. He also talks about the eunuch, which was really representative of an outsider or outcast. They were not allowed to participate in the activities in the house of the Lord. But when God sent his son to die, he included everyone. It is up to us to receive his invitation. If you have not yet received Jesus into your heart, now is the time, my friend. He is calling for you. You can say a very simple prayer like this. Forgive my sins, Lord. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart today. If you prayed this prayer, then you are saved and you will spend eternity with Jesus. God sent his son to save us. Let us praise him today. Last, God tells the leaders of his people that they have grown weak and cold. They have not led his people as they ought to, but instead have filled themselves with worldly things like rest, wine, and food, not God's word that actually does fill our hearts to the brim with love, knowledge, and understanding. Let us be diligent in seeking God and be steadfast in our faith. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 92. This psalm is titled, A Song for the Sabbath Day. Certainly, this psalm would have been read on the Sabbath in Jewish homes, but it was also read on other days and it can be read by us too. It starts with praise to the Lord and talks about his loving kindness and faithfulness. Verses 12 through 15 attest to the lives and ways of the righteous. Verse 14 is underlined in my Bible where the older people were full of fruit and rich in love and contentment. Verse 15 says they are living memorials to show that the Lord is upright and faithful to his promises. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Yes, the Lord is our rock. Let us lean into him today and let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the promises in your word. Help us receive your great promises as we live on this earth. May we experience the kingdom of heaven here as we wait for our time with you in eternity. Thank you for choosing us to be yours, Lord. Keep us yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. 
I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.